Hi, this is Jim Brangenberg, the host of the I Work For Him radio show. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast, where we discuss our workplace as our mission field. The live version of our show can be heard each weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern on AM 570 and 910 WTBN, locally in the Tampa Bay area, and worldwide on the web at letstalkfaith.com or iHeartRadio. Our website, iWorkForHim.com, has great resources on how you can learn about how your workplace can be your mission field. And also check out the sponsors that bring you the radio show each and every day. And while you're there on I Work For Him, click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and prayerfully consider joining the I Work For Him Nation. Join thousands around the globe praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. That's IWorkForHim.com. I Work, the number four, Him.com. Remember, your workplace is your mission field, and in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. And on Fridays, we call it the I Work For Him Radio Roundtable, where we ask you to call in and share how Christ made an impact in your workplace. Phone lines will be open the whole hour. Yeah, we're going to have another conversation, but you are welcome to call in and share how I Work For Him has challenged you to take your faith deeper into your workplace each and every day. The challenge goes out for you to join the I Work For Him nation. Enough sitting on the sidelines. You've heard me say it. You've been a listener for a long time. we got thousands of people listening all my month long. Have you taken the chance? Have you stepped out and said, okay, Lord, I'm willing to take that first step in the I Work For Him Nation challenge. Start praying for your coworkers and employees by name each and every day. That's the challenge. That Take that first step. Go to IWorkForHim.com tonight after work and commit. Click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and make that commitment to start praying for your coworkers and employees by name each and every day. It does take a paradigm shift. We do need to stop thinking the way the world thinks. The world just wants to give up and for us to be in compliance, for us to just, you know, let's just, the world has just screwed up people. Why are we living according to the world's, they all just, they want everybody to just get along. You know what? We serve a very narrow-minded God who loves everybody. But he wants us to take the narrow road. Wide is the road to destruction. And that's what everybody else is on. That's why Romans 12, 2 says this. Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. If you keep thinking the way the culture thinks, you're on that wide road. Narrow is the road to salvation. Narrow is the road to eternal life in Christ. And it's Jesus said he's the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through him. And that's a simple message. That's the gospel. He loves each one of us. And we just need to take this attitude into the workplace. God loves us, each one of us, right where we're at. And in as in the story of the prodigal son, our Heavenly Father is waiting for us to repent and come back to him. And when he sees us coming back, he runs to us and embraces us in our filth. And then calls us and puts a robe around us and calls us his son and or daughters, of course. But the bottom line is we got to stop judging people and expect them to come out of their filth in order to be a Christ follower. How about let them follow Jesus, love them right where they're at in their filth. And when Jesus draws them in, watch the Lord do amazing work in their lives and their filth will start to shred off of them. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. 
People who just got to stop judging people and start loving people and then telling them the truth about what Jesus has done for them on the cross, what he did for you and me and dying for our sins. We're having a conversation today with Tim Paskert. He's in charge of Mark 829 Ministries. He's a guy who's produced films, and one of them, we've talked about this about six months ago, the movie called The Glass Window. Mark 829 says, but what about you? He asked, Jesus speaking, who do you say I am? And Peter said, you're the Messiah. Tim Pasker, welcome back to I Work For Him. Hey, thanks, Jim. Great to be here. You know, we're going to talk today about your movie. We're going to talk today about Mark 829 Ministries. We're going to talk about the movie, The Glass Window. But before, let's talk about how Jesus is making an impact in your life today. How is the Lord stretching you in your faith today? <laughs> well, I don't think I'm any different than anybody else out there. Uh, every day you got to wake up and make a decision. Uh, will you believe the world or will you believe God? And if we uh, make the right decision, remember what is it, Psalm 24, 1, which uh, reminds us that uh, God owns everything. He owns everything in this world. He owns everything that lives in this world. When we remember that, it's easy to remember who we work for, and thus I can walk out and it really doesn't matter if I'm asked to make bricks for the pyramid that day. I realize that I'm doing it for God's purpose, not man's. Uh, that's the whole difference, and I'm no different than anybody else. I know the struggle of an hour commute. I know the uh, pain of never having enough time, and at the end of the month, the budget ran down on the 15th, and there's 30 days. I know that, and, uh, and I can just tell you that God is faithful, and we just got to stay focused on Him. Amen to that. That's Amen so, to that. So that's it? That's all? Okay, that's good. Yeah, I, that's, I, I, it's so easy to say that, too, Jim. Just yeah. so, so easy to say that. And, and, I, and I, I execute it perfectly every day. And on a Friday, just it's don't ask so my wife much easier questions. to say it on a Friday, too. Yeah. I mean, it just Because you know what? It, it's easy to serve the Lord on a Friday afternoon at 4.30. <laughs> Lord, what can I do in the workplace in the next half hour? Oh, everybody's gone. Okay, I'll leave too. Uh, let's talk about Mark 829. What is this ministry all about? It, it's a very, very simple ministry with a very simple mission. And, and you know, what, what I like is we're thinking small. Uh, our mission is simply for every single human being in this world to answer that question. That's it. Very modest mission. We want absolutely every human being in this world to answer the question that Jesus asked in Mark 8, 2, 9. Who do you say that I am? That's it. That's our mission. Very straightforward. And, and, and where we play in our, our role in, the, in God's big kingdom is very straightforward. Our job at Mark 8, 2, 9 is simply to introduce them to the groom who is Jesus Christ. That's what we're trying to do. Make everyone answer that question. Who is he? Make up your, not, not what Jim says, not what Tim says. Who do you say that he is? And what we have found is once people come face-to-face with that question in our Lord, there's no wiggle room. No, there's not. And, and the beauty of getting people to answer that question is to start with the book of John. Anytime people are like, Jim, you know what? Jesus, give me this Jesus stuff. Is that, who is Jesus? And we're like, well, I don't know. You know, he's just connected to a bunch of swear words. And listen. Before you judge who Jesus really is, I want you to read the book of John. That's all you got to do. All I want you to do is read the book of John. And they can come away and they can understand exactly who Jesus is by reading the book of John. I know your, your ministry is after Mark 8.29. Sorry, I always make people go to the book of John, so I apologize. All right, we're talking today with Tim Pasker from Mark 8.29 Films. And as we challenge you... The challenge goes right back to me. We're, we've got listeners all over the world. We've got people listening in every, on every continent, in every state. 
and all over Tampa Bay. And the challenge just goes out to, hey, listen, your workplace, it's your mission field. And in that mission field, you and me, we may be the only Jesus our coworkers and employees may ever meet. And that's the challenge to join the I Work For Him Nation. We just want you to be part of the change that's going on. Because the Lord's moving. Get on the train. All right, we're talking today with Tim Paskert from Mark 829 Films. Tim, you produced a movie a few years back that's played on national television multiple times. It's called The Glass Window. How was, recently it played at Easter time, Saturday before Easter. How was it received? Uh, the, the response this year was, the only way I can explain it was supernatural. Um, I've I, We've always gotten ratings, information, and things like that, but this year, I guess just where we are with social media and that type of that type of thing, the response that we got from viewers, we've we've really it's it's very exciting because we realize the promise that God made years ago when we made it is true. Which when we were working on this, the Lord told us this will be the "It's a Wonderful Life" of Easter. It will run for wow. many, many, many years all over the world, all sorts of different languages, and you won't make a dime. It'll run everywhere, okay? And it's because the story is evergreen. It's filled with the Holy Spirit, and it simply reaches people. And that's what we got this year, just, just you know, people tuning in, saying, I'm watching this, I can't believe it. The people sending us emails and texts and Facebook posts simply saying, I get it, I get it, it's changed, I get it, I understand what I need to do now. So talk, what is the story? Uh, the story is is a very very simple one. It 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 follows the uh, life of a young man named Stuart Wright. Stuart is very very successful. He's really getting everything that he's wanting, but he's struggling with with relationships. And it's not until Stuart discovers the secret of the glass window that he understands what he's been missing. And I'm not going to give out what that secret is. I'm going to tell everybody: see the movie. The secret of the glass window is what changes lives. If you're a Christian, you will receive that secret with joy. We get a lot of response from Christians literally saying, I get it. I understand. Same wind, different, different reaction. I understand. And we get people that don't know the Lord going, ah, I understand what's missing. So it, is it true? The story, is it true? I will tell you that every... Every scene in that movie is based on something that actually happened, yes. Every character in that film, absolutely everyone, is based on a real person. Uh, the business incidents that take place, it is a business feature, it's a business type of story. Absolutely, which is why we're talking about it on the air today. That's right. The, the, the incidents that take place in those offices, those really happened. Uh, good luck figuring out who's who. <laughs> who's the who of the who no the who are not involved in this but we got uh, jeremy williams and john hotchkiss they're going to be calling in they start that jeremy starred in the show as Stuart. he's going to call in and share his testimony in just a little bit and john hotchkiss who was david in the movie he's also going to be calling in as we wait for those guys to call in the feedback that you're getting you know that you just mentioned a little bit you i mean you're getting a lot of positive feedback how does that make you feel just really quick how does it make you feel when you get a, a, a message from someone who literally says, thank you for making this, it has changed my life, that's the payout. 
We're talking today with Tim Paskert from Mark 829 Films. And this movie that he's talking about is The Glass Window. And we're going to give away a couple of copies after the next break and uh, probably towards the end of the next break or the end of the next segment. So stay tuned. But this movie is designed, it's a great. Uh, it's just a it's a great story that presents the truth of the gospel in a story and a real life story, a business related story, a business and relationship related story. It really it could be a million people's story. Uh it it's fantastic. So recently you've joined the I Work for Him team as one of our sponsors and you've started producing Mark 829 motivationals. What are those all about? It's simply uh, 60 seconds of encouragement. It sounds simple, but as you walk out into the world, you re- you just realize that so many people just need that little touch of, of encouraging truth. And that's what the motivationals actually came from the movies. Uh, when we were uh, setting up our sets and everything, we have some people that are believers, some people that aren't on the set, and we wanted to figure out a way how to get everyone into the motivation of the scene, so we created these motivationals, and that's where these come from. And they are purposely designed to send the truth out in a dark world. I think when you hear one, it doesn't sound like anything else on the radio. It's just straight, solid, godly encouragement to, to, the, uh, to the believer and to the unbeliever. I hope they're, they're taking us up on our offers. Go to Mark829 to get your questions answered. Mark829.com. That's Mark829.com. And we, uh, we're going to give away a couple of those copies of The Glass Window right after the break. Mark829.com is a place you can go and find out all kinds of information about Mark829, the ministries involved there, the films. You know, We've got one of your guests. Jeremy's on the line. So Jeremy Williams, welcome to I Work For Him. Hey, thanks for having me. How's everybody doing today? Uh, good. We've got Tim Paskert on the line with us as well, Jeremy. So I really appreciate you taking some time today. I enjoyed seeing you in the film. It was a transparent. It was almost like living the life of a lot of the small, a lot of the business guys that I deal with all day long. So it was it was pretty fascinating. Hey, I appreciate it. I tell you, it was it was a great experience. Tim, John, the whole crew, the guys. It was just all around a blessing and. Uh, you know, we definitely look forward to making more, for sure. And welcome also to John Hotchkiss. He's on the line. He played David in the movie. Tim, why don't you ask him a few questions? Hey, hey good. To, guys, thanks for uh, breaking away to do this. I appreciate it. Hey, man. Absolutely. Yeah, one thing you need to know about these two guys is I don't get what the, you know why the director and everybody cast them. They're both really good-looking. They're both really, really funny. Uh, they're both tall. They're both successful. I have no idea what the director saw in either one of these. So those are words of affirmation for our guests on the line. We don't insult guests on I Word for Him. This is all about Jesus. So let's talk about that part of the movie then, Tim. Yeah, Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy was fantastic. He, uh, Jeremy, why don't you tell them where you were when we when you uh, auditioned for this when when you were found? Well, that was one of the the, the crazy things is that uh, you're asking me. You know, think of some stories you remember from the movie. Well, it started before I got cast. I was in uh, Indian, Alaska, which is um, east of Anchorage, and I was working at a meat processing facility, and uh, I was coming home for Christmas break, so I figured I'd check Craigslist to see what was online and see if I could maybe get some my hands on some, some other work while I'm home, and I uh, saw the glass window, which is also known as the Troubadour at that point, casting, and so I sent over my stuff today, anyway I can help, and uh, they got back to me the next day and said, we'd like you to shoot these scenes, so I was in the basement of a meat processing facility. Um, Shooting, shooting the troubadour glass window scenes. Well, that would explain the pipes that you've got on you, because you know, working in a meat processing place, so you pumping meat all day long—that's pretty good. So, so Stuart, when you played the role of Stuart, how how much did you relate to that role? 
You know, I think I think uh, through experiences from from growing up, you you learn from the adversities, from the bad times, and the times you wish you maybe you weren't something you were. And I think as you do that, as you get older, you become more refined uh, and more of a gentleman, more of a man of God. And so, you know, I was able to pull from past experiences, which you know uh, uh, allowed me to build that character and and really use that emotion and that energy and that feel, um, you know, to bring into this guy. As well as the successful part, you know, where he re- rebounds and, 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 you know, has a, has a change of heart and, and puts one foot in front of the next and knows he's got to get better every day, you know. So I think we can all relate to that in, in a way. But uh, for me, it was from past experiences. We've also got John Hotchkiss on the phone. He played David in the movie. Tim, why don't you kind of lead that conversation? Uh, John and I have been together a long time. John, I don't even want to, is it like 20 years now? Um, shy of that. Yeah. 16 or 17, though. It's yeah. been a while. And John was uh, John was aware of this project when it was still just a, a raw script and was really along with us throughout the casting process, everything. And, and John has done, John, you've done a ton of theater, correct? Yep, mostly stage. And so this was his first time in front of a camera. And to be honest, he, he was an all-star. Uh, you watch how John performed. It's like the, 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 literally the Holy Spirit speaking through him. And he just became an all-star in the film. So, did you guys have fun doing this? Well, I had a blast. It was a blast. Absolutely. It was a blast. Yeah, every second. It's, all, it's, a, it's a spontaneous adventure every single day. So, if you can wake up and not know what's going to happen and just, just walk around in the wonder of what could happen, man, I tell you what, it's a glorious thing. When we were yeah, on... it's a trust fall, you know, the entire, the entire experience, just knowing that uh, – all of the blanks that we had to fill in, that the Holy Spirit was going to be there to, to fill those in. I mean, it's a it, it's a microcosm and a, and a very intense experience of uh, of the Christian life and the Christian walk. Right up to the provision of the plane for you guys to use to get a great picture of the of the uh, of the glass window. And I mean, it just it, it turns out that it's an actual friend of mine that helped provide that plane, which I thought that was hilarious when we were on the air the last time we found that out. I got a question for you, John. What was your favorite scene in the glass window? That is probably the bar scene, actually, when we were uh, we were we were cheating this little community called El Jabin down uh, on, on the west coast of Florida to uh, to look like look like this uh, this bar in the Bahamas. And um, there was another stage actor that we were getting to um, to uh, to pull off this 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 British accent and be drunk with the British accent and he's total, you know, American dude. So it, it was, uh, it, it was funny. We had, we had a number of, um, we had a number of takes on that one and, uh, it, it was just a hilarious scene, you know, very, very into the night. I mean, I, I don't think it, we couldn't start shooting that one until it was dark. And it was it was uh, it was early in the morning, you know. By the time we wrapped that, so you could tell just, uh, you, you could tell from yeah, you could tell from the filming that it looks like you guys finished at about three o'clock in the morning because it looks like the guys walking home. Well, if you could call it walking, uh, and and Stewart ends up sleeping in the middle of the bar, right? And oh, we don't want to give it away. Uh, what what is this? <laughs> I mean, he, he's killing us here. I, oh, well, I'm sorry. Okay, all right, Jeremy, you got to play the role of Stuart Wright in the movie. How did this? impact you personally playing this role well back on that last scene real quick i was sick as a dog from fake taking shots for about an hour uh but uh, i was i literally was feeling it emotionally so yeah that was a fun scene uh man this movie is such a springboard to other projects you know i, I never really claimed to be an actor per se i just feel like 
God leads me in things that my my mortal mind may have thought I would never do, and uh, I just kind of jump into it and say, okay, if you want me to hit cleanup, I'll, I'll drive them. I'll drive them home. So, it, you know, the footage I got, aside the relationships and all the great all the great times, I mean, prayer before every day on set, you know, um, just good inspiration, good good energy around the set uh, was awesome. The relationships were amazing. I still have, you know, four or five fantastic brothers uh, that I still, uh, you know, keep in touch with um, all the time. But, you know, I, this it gave me the footage that, that, that has allowed me to go around the world. And that's the truth. I've been to China. I've been to uh, been to London. I've filmed uh, in in quite a few spots, and and you know and that's all because of Tim and Curtis and John and everybody else. That was a puzzle piece to make it come together that we could, you know, give it away today. So it's uh, it's an honor in every regard. Well, and that's when you can see the hand of the Lord in it. When it's something somebody pulls you out of a meat packing plant and puts you as a star of a movie, and now you're doing films all over the world. That's fantastic. Yeah, that and that's the one thing. These two guys, Curtis and Tyler, that that was this unit that God just used to do a miracle. You want to see a miracle? Watch the glass window, because this does not happen. A a person has never written a movie, that's never produced a movie. A guy that's in a meat packing plant. John Hotchkiss, who's a theater guy, who is a very successful businessman. A director who had never directed before. These people being used to create a film with basically a shoestring budget that is being seen all throughout the United States on major, major networks, that's a miracle. Anyone who's familiar with this business knows that doesn't happen. And that's what is so exciting. We all got to be on a set for for like three weeks and then in an, in an edit suite for way too long and watch God be God as he molded this work that I don't think any of us truly understood what he was doing when he did it. And when we go into heaven, we're still going to be going, wow, you did that with this simple act of faith from a guy from Alaska, a guy, a, a guy from Tampa and, and a couple of crazy directors and a producer. That's pretty cool. All right, so we're talking about the glass window, and you can find out more about it online at mark829.com. A couple more questions. John, you talk about this new project that you're working on right now, the Bobby Bowden Project. The Dynasty, absolutely. Faith, family, and football. Um, Very excited. And and again, Tim, kudos to Tim for introducing me to that project. Um, Getting to to help with with, uh, production just from a financial standpoint on that one and and bring that one to light. a man of great faith. My, my wife Karen and I met at, uh, at at Florida State University in 1994, and it, it is just you know 22 years ago almost that we met. We're coming up on our 20th anniversary, um, and then we went to University of Florida, which was very odd for me. And my heart stayed right there in the land of garnet and gold because my my blood is still garnet. So we have huge admiration for the man Bobby Bowden and uh, and what he stands for. And in fact, the uh, the chaplain at Florida State University for their football and baseball teams, Clint Purvis, um, actually performed our marriage ceremony. And so, we, you know, we just when this project came up, it's like, man, to to be able to not just pay honor to a man, but to pay honor to a man who says, "I get no honor, I get no glory from anything that I do." God just used this game of football, got me over this this sickness, you know, when I was a child, and I told him. I would do, you know, anything for him. Bobby Bowden is, um, he's just, he's a man above reproach to be able to, to pay some homage to him because he just pays it all back to the one who, who all glory and honor belong to is, uh, it's just an honor to be a part of. And that production team 
so thrilled about that that project is another miracle taking on a life of its own. It absolutely, um, yeah, it's so cool. Every, every week, yeah, it, it's amazing what's happening with that, and, and very when, excited to see over this next six months as it, it it rolls out. Yeah, and that will be cool. I got to hear Bobby speak one time; it was amazing. Jeremy Williams, John Hodgkiss from the from the movie The Glass Window. Guys, thanks for calling in, sharing a little of your heart. I wish we could have had you the whole hour, but thank you so much. Uh, just God bless you, and let's keep in touch through Tim. Maybe when your next big project rolls out that you guys all do together, we can talk about it right here, and I work for him. Sounds great. Well, thanks thank a lot. All right, Tim, you mentioned that this movie, one of the successes has been the fact that it was produced in HD. Yes, yeah. It. it you know, we... Uh, Again, just one of the miracles of the movie is that when we went into production, the director, Curtis Graham, actually brought what is called a red camera, which at the time was the highest camera uh, available, the highest quality camera available. Most studios weren't even using it yet. And what it meant was that Curtis is a very talented director. The photography is brilliant. It's absolutely a beautiful film. And what's happened is HD has has become more and more a part of our lives as homes are filled with HD sets. That's really what's leading this film into a next revival because it's physically beautiful. It, and so, like, I, I was teasing John when it was on this, this over Easter. I'm sending him a text going, man... Man, your eyes look really good. It was the first time I'd actually seen the film on an HD big screen television set. And, and, and these actors were so good. The director was so good. The photography was so brilliant that it just pops and people are drawn to it because it's a physically beautiful film. We've got Jean on the line. You said she'd be calling in today. She called in right on time. Why don't you introduce our next guest, Jean? Hey, Jean, how are you? Hey, hi. Good afternoon. Jean, we came to know Jean. She's actually, we met her at a business meeting and gave her a copy of The Glass Window. And her and her lovely husband, Paul, uh, enjoyed the film. And they actually are now helping us with Mark 829. So, Jean, we're coming up on a break, but you got a couple of minutes. Talk to me about, you've seen the film. And it impacted your your life so much, you're now part of marketing the film. But when you saw the film, how did did the movie, The Glass Window, which people can find out about online at mark829.com, how did that movie impact your life, Jean? It's just been amazing. I mean, I've I've watched it several times now, and every time I see it, a different time, I take away a new message. Like, uh, the message of unconditional love just threads throughout the whole storyline. The first time I watched it, I didn't really see that intensity, but uh, the one beautiful thing about it is most people can identify with the storyline. Uh, we all make big mistakes. We all fall short. And the movie draws you in right away. So we can identify with ourselves right away in the movie. And and just throughout the movies, it's just that intense message of unconditional love. And um, it just it keeps you it just keeps you in your seat, waiting for the next thing to happen. So, what was the context where you were watching the movie the first time? I mean, were you in a theater? Were you watching it on TV? Did somebody send it to you? How did you first watch it? I, I had a DVD, and I was watching it at home. And I, I really loved the mu- uh, the music, too. The music was very uplifting, but the message was very, it just was very moving. The end of the movie is so hopeful that I'm hoping to see Stu's life in his next phase. So hopefully... There's some plans to make another one. That's how much I loved it. Tim, she's <laughs> she's asking, is there a part two 
Uh, it's actually designed to be a pilot for a television series. So we actually have 13 episodes uh, plotted out. We know where the story continues. And uh, the biggest question I'm asked is what is in those letters? You got to see the sequel to find out. Oh, boy. And those, oh, would be, those would be great letters. Tim, why don't you tell our audience why they should get a copy of The Glass Window? Uh, this is probably one of the most encouraging, truthful films you'll ever see in your life. Um, I, it is not a sad film. Yet people say they cry. I remember the first time that sort of freaked me out. Someone literally called me. I don't know how they got my phone. They said, I just got done watching your film. I'm crying. I said, it's not a sad film. They go, no, I'm crying tears of joy. It, it, it just, it just, I'm crying tears of joy. If you want something that's going to lift you up, lift you up, show you the truth in such a delightful way, get the glass window. But more importantly... Every one of us has got that crazy aunt. Every one of us has got that crazy uncle. Every one of us has got that child that is trying to make up their mind which way they're going to go. Show them the glass window. Give them the 10-minute challenge. Well, I challenge anybody don't to give watch away it. What that 10 minute, don't give away yeah, what right. that 10-minute challenge is all about. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. All right, so we've got Jean on the line. And Jean saw the film and loved it so much, she wanted to be involved in your organization, Tim. Jean, who benefits most from seeing this movie? It's just an inspiring movie, basically everyone. I mean, it's a family movie, whether you're a believer, an unbeliever, like Tim was saying, you know, a difficult uncle, a crazy aunt. When someone sees this movie, once they realize the secret of the glass window, it's not complicated at all. It's just such a... It's just such an easy decision. And the way that the movie is put together is just... It's just wholesome. It's... You don't have to worry about, you know, if the kids are around. It's just a very, very good message that will inspire anyone, whatever journey they're on right now, timely for today. So how did it impact your life? I, I just, I had to reach as many people as possible. I was going crazy over the holidays. I was creating these Christmas baskets with popcorn, the movie, the book and just giving them away as many as I could. I was getting groups together, ladies groups, and creating all of these baskets just to get them in the hands of everyone that I could think of. I, I'm just on a mission. <laughs> I, want, I want people to get the message because this is a very good movie to just change minds and, and, and create motivation and stir up the Holy Spirit within people. So what I what I love to hear then why how did it inspire you to then get involved to call Tim and say hey I want to help you market this I mean that's a pretty big step. Well, I do have a marketing background, <laughs> so it just came naturally to me, and I just wanted to give back. I mean, when I heard Tim's story, and I, I'm amazed that he was a producer myself, and I I know <laughs> that I shouldn't say that, but he's just a genuine, genuine good guy. And he he doesn't have any type of he's very humble in what he does, so T- that's well, you know you, you want to be a part of that group of people. Well, and, and it's awesome to have uh, you know being a guy in ministry, this radio ministry that we're in. It's always nice to have people call and say, "Hey, can I help?" Because we all need help. Ministries need help, and most of us don't work and make money from the ministries that we're involved in. Most of us have ministries because the Lord's laid a passion on our heart, and we have other jobs, just like Tim exactly. and me do. And so it's, it's kingdom work. It's, right. well, and, and really, all of what we do is kingdom work, but it's it's nice to have people call and say, listen, I'm really passionate about what you're doing. Can I help? Because those calls are amazing. They make you cry. When, when, people, when I get calls like that, I cry. I'm like, really? That's amazing. <laughs> so, Gene, I really appreciate that. Tim, I know that you wanted – did you have a question you wanted to ask, Gene? 
You were supposed to say yes. Yes. What was that question you were going to ask her? Hold the card up. I can't see it. Oh, no, I'm I, kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I threw the card away already. Actually, what I wanted to do is is bring out the fact that Jean is such a great example for all of us because, as Jean pointed out, she had a marketing background, and so does her husband. And what they basically did is they said, hey, I know how to do this stuff, and I know that you don't even have enough time to remember if your shoes are tied. I'll jump in and use, use my gifts. And that is just such an example for all of us. All of us have different talents. All of us have different gifts. And we just, if we remain alert, usually we're able to help somebody else pretty easily because it's in, within our gifting. And what Gene and Paul have done for us is just, it's just absolutely, there's no way to express the thankfulness we have because they've literally, they're enabling us to get this story out now because it's on iTunes, Apple, and Google all over the world. And, and it can't be done except for people like that saying, I want to help get this story out. So, Gene, when you, you know, you've gotten involved in helping with the movie, when, do you, how have you used it as a tool to engage people in the gospel? Well, it, I use it a lot because it's always on my mind, and I'm always able to talk about Mark 8-9. And that, that question, basically, the answer to Mark 8-9 is once you find out the secret to the glass window, that, that is an answer to 8-9. So being involved in it and just looking at it every day and just living it, it becomes a lifestyle. So it, you're not really trying to get people to turn they're just going to do that anyway because you're just involved in it so much. It becomes a lifestyle, and, and they hear your your excitement about it, and, and you become a vessel to share all of the all of the lessons that are in the glass window. And that's really what the film shows. If you're a believer, you're not going to be encouraged, but you're going to see this is the reality. This is the reality of the world, and this is a wonderful way for you to follow Jasper's example in the film. As far in how to how to bring Christ into the reality of the world. Yeah, he was a member of the I Work for Am Nation. Jasper is in the movie. Oh yeah, he's he's amazing. He's all. I'm pretty sure he clicked on the flag and said, "Yep, yeah, I'm going to start praying for my coworkers and employees. I'm look for ways to serve people. Look for ways to befriend people." He did all of that. Oh yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, and he looked for ways to pray with people when he noticed they were down, and he did that with Stewart in the movie. Yes. All right, so Gene, I really want to pre- just say thank you so much for calling in today and for sharing your heart and for really coming along, Mark829.com, and helping Tim out. You're an amazing servant. Thank you so much for your testimony, and thanks for calling in today to I Work For Him. Oh, thank all of you. Thanks so much. Tim, I know you wanted to say just two things. You want to talk about how people can get a hold of the movie. We're talking today with Tim Paskert from Mark829.com about the movie The Glass Window. And we're giving away a copy. We still have one more copy to give away today. 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. But if you don't get a chance to call in, Tim, how are some of the ways they can get a hold of this movie? It's very, very simple. You go to Mark829.com. There is no colon, no semicolon, no dashes, no spaces. Mark829.com. You can not only see what the ministry is about, but you can request a free copy with any donation. Make a donation of a penny, you will get a film. Okay? Make a donation greater, you will help us continue to send films out to anybody who wants them. Another way to get them, if you're a techie, it's real simple. Go to the iTunes store. You can purchase it for a couple bucks. Go to Google. You can purchase it for a couple bucks. Go to Amazon. You can purchase it for a couple couple bucks. You literally go into their movie section, type in the glass window. It's going to pop up, download it, and by the way, get it in HD. It's gorgeous. And then what we want you to do is please, please 
watch it, and then share it. Share it. That we, we literally want to give this movie away. That's why we put it on broadcast television every year. That we don't we, we lose money every year doing that. We do that because we want people to discover the secret because ultimately the secret is what changes our lives, our families, our communities, and ultimately our nation and our world. So they can get it virtually anywhere. Anywhere, for a couple of bucks. Anywhere right now for a couple of bucks. And if you can't afford it, you make a donation of one penny. Well, if you can't we afford it, it you can call right now. i got one more copy to give away. 877-943-9673. All right, last question for this segment. The 10-minute challenge. Yep. You're, you're not going to get through it all, I understand. But tell me about the 10-minute challenge. 10-minute challenge comes from an observation we made uh, over, over the last four, four or five years, and then I, I noticed it just uh, two weeks ago. Another gentleman came up to me. What we've noticed is if, if people will sit down and watch the first 10 minutes of the film, they won't, they won't remember what happened in the next hour. Because if you watch the first 10 minutes, you're not going to turn it off. And you're going to get the message. And we have seen that over and over and over again. An old boss that I used to work for years ago, uh, he sat and he goes, I, you know, I figured I'd watch this silly thing Tim made. He stuck it in. And he said, literally, if about an hour later, his wife is yelling, come on, we're going to be late for dinner. He had watched the entire film and hadn't realized what had happened. And that's what we encourage people. Take the 10-minute challenge. Watch the first 10 minutes. If it doesn't work for you, turn it off. Okay? It will. Watch the first 10 minutes. Get somebody who doesn't know the Lord or has their doubts or is in a really bad mood. They're really in a bad way. They're depressed. Say, watch the first 10 minutes. If you don't like it, turn it off. They will watch the whole film. One of my favorite messages came out of Wyoming, of all places. The storyline takes place in the Bahamas. Sure. Well, it's just like Wyoming, only different. Yeah, crazy. And you get get this beautiful post from a woman in, in Wyoming saying her and her cowboy husband just got done watching the glass window and she said you know we're going through some hard times and when we got done my husband turned turned at me and goes message received same wind different reaction we're going to react differently to this and that's that's the power of this film you know i i never i don't want to make films that entertain people i like to do yeah this movie is entertaining yeah oh this is very entertaining but the, the reality of it, what works for it, is that, is that it changes people's lives. They walk away so enthusiastic and encouraging that you can almost see them lifted off the ground going, yes, I well, got it. Well, there, it's a real movie about yes. real people. This could be a million different people's stories. And, and that's, what's po- that's what's super powerful about it. Tim, a couple of questions as we talk about the glass window and close out the show. You shared off the air another one of these 10-minute challenge stories. Talk to me about that. Yeah, as a gentleman, uh, a couple of weeks ago, he came to one of our group meetings, and he, uh, he just really wanted to talk to me. And he said, you know, I watched that movie you made. I watched that movie. And he said, uh, you know, I... I didn't want to watch it, but I put it in, and and after I watched ten minutes, I was really into it, and and you know I get it, I get it, he's I get it, I got the message received, and then my wife came home, and you know she, she she's always busy, she never watches TV, she won't watch anything, and I sat there and said, honey, you gotta watch this movie, she goes, you just watch it, because I'll watch it again, you got to watch this movie, and she goes, I don't want to watch it, goes, just give it ten minutes, ten minutes, so she sat down and did it for ten minutes and. An hour and 20 minutes later, she looks at him and goes, I get it. Oh, I get it. He, he's my Lord. I got it. Message received. Then their 31-year-old daughter comes down to visit from New York. 
As he said, she lives in Manhattan. She's 31 years old. She's living a, in a, working in, a, in the media industry. She can't even complete a sentence. She's so distracted all the time. She comes in and says, I want you to watch this movie. And first she sees it on a DVD. And it's like, I'm not watching a movie on DVD. Are you crazy? And you got so just give it 10 minutes. 10 minutes. So his 31-year-old daughter sits down and watches the entire movie. And she looks at her dad and says, I get it. Message received. And that's what we want. That's why the 10-minute challenge is so important because I'm, I'm telling you, the film doesn't have a, a Bible in it. It doesn't have a church scene in it. There's not a pastor. There's not a priest. There's not a minister of any kind. It's absolutely filled with the truth, the truth that this world needs and delivered in such an unconditionally loving way that people are naturally drawn to our groom, Jesus Christ. We're talking about the movie The Glass Window. You can find out more about it online at mark829.com. Really quick, Tim, talk to me about Tim Fowler, the guy behind the music. Oh, Tim Fowler, what a gentleman. He found out about the project and volunteers his talent in his studio in his time to do what is called the scoring, the foliage, and also all of the music. This man, every song in this film is original work with the exception of one. And it's all because this incredibly talented, God-loving man decided to use his talent for, the, for, for God's glory. We get comments all the time. There, two of the artists who are unnamed in the film that actually did the voice work, two of them have won Dove Awards. Both of them have the Grammy nominated. They donated their time to do this music. And it's just an incredible, we get so many comments on just the music of the film is so joyful, so loving, and so inspirational. Tim Pasker with Mark 829. Thanks so much for being on the air today. Mark829.com. Get yourself a copy of The Glass Window. Tim, we got to do this again. Uh, thank you, Jim. As we come to the end of another I Work For Him show, thanks for tuning in today. I hope that something we said today will cause you to dig deep in your faith. Maybe it's just getting a copy of The Glass Window and sharing it with some friends this weekend. You can download it today. Google, Amazon, iTunes. Get it done right now. Thanks so much to the big kahuna. Joe Weaver took four calls, four callers, four movies given away today and did a great job engineering the show. You know, as we head into the weekend, my challenge to you is to go to iWorkForHim.com and click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and make that commitment to start changing your workplace by changing your heart on Monday morning. Do it now. iWorkForHim.com. Click on the I Work For Him Nation flag. You've been listening to the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower. I own my own business, but ultimately, I work for him.